If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Sarah, good morning. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you guys doing? Doing well. So your single friend keeps responding to your husband's workouts through their Apple Watches? Yeah, so like you know when you finish a workout, um, if you're friends with people who also have the Apple Watch, like to like the fitness app, they can um, see that you finish, and uh, like those little automated responses will come up and be like, "Hey, like good job," or you know, just stuff to like kind of hype the person up. Okay. Well, so every time he's yeah, every time he's finishing a workout, she's sending him like, "Oh, like look at you, you look great," like little fire emojis, and it's like kind of coming off like kind of flirty. And this hmm. is your friend. Yes, this is like both of our, one of our single girlfriends that we met in college. Does she do it to you when you finish workouts? Yeah, like he'll do it to me and like he'll take screenshots of it and like show me what she's saying. And he, he says that it's harmless, but it's still just, it's still bothering me. No, does she do it to you? Does she send you good job messages? Oh, no, no, she does not. She's only sending him messages. Oh. And does she know yeah. you know? I don't, I don't know because we've never said anything to her about it because he keeps saying it's kind of pointless and harmless, but I, a part of me wants to bring it up to her. Well, listen, either she thinks that you're so comfortable with her doing that that you wouldn't mind, or she's doing this to rally not, you up. To yeah. fire you up. Yeah, to wind you up. The fact that she's not sending you messages makes me question the whole thing. I mean, look, if it's yeah. on your mind, it would be on my mind too. I would definitely say... Why are you sending fire emojis to my husband? And she's going to say, yeah. oh, I'm, I just was like, you know, be nice. What do you say then? Don't be nice. Yeah, like, yeah not, you don't need to be that nice. You don't need to be telling him he's looking good. Yeah, I, it's clearly gotten to you. And so to let it fester would be a bad idea. You should bring it up. It's not cool. As Sisney said, if, if she's just doing it to him and not to you, then that's clearly her focus. Yeah. I agree. There's yeah. something fishy there. Plus, fire is flirting. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Like, you don't send... Everybody knows when you use fire, it's a flirt. Right. Hot. You, you don't use fire with your friends. Like, I use uh, fire to my girlfriends, mm-hmm. but I would never use it to another guy. Because yeah, you know the meaning flirt. of fire. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the meaning of fire. So she knows what she's doing. Yep. You Ooh. need to talk to her, Sarah. All right. I definitely will now after this. Okay, thanks for calling. Yep. I mean, there are just certain emojis you kind of know. 
that they are flirty and not to cross, like, mixed message them. Right. What are some of the other ones? Bless you, Tanya. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Like the purple cat? What is that one? The purple cat? I mean, any of the kissy faces of heart eyes, anything no, with a heart. flirty. I use those all the time. A heart eye one I probably would not send to another guy. A heart eye one you would not send to another guy. No. That's one. I probably commented on your Instagram with like hard eyes on stuff. Yeah, but I don't read that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm still doing it. If a fall, tree falls in the woods, nobody hears it. Does the tree still fall? Yes. Let me grab Rebecca, who's on the line. Rebecca, thank you for holding on there for five minutes. Sorry about that. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. Thank you so much. Or actually, you know what? I'm not great because I'm in a, a, a little bit of a dilemma. I'm hoping that you guys can help me out. So you want some guidance here? What's the category? Yes. Okay. So basically what happened is one of my friends asked me to be a bridesmaid and I'm just not too sure how I feel about it. We met in college and have always like kind of kept in touch and she's really, really sweet. Like she'll always come to birthdays and any like major events, like I threw my boyfriend's surprise party and she came to that and she lives like an hour away in LA that's like long distance. So she's always been really, really sweet, but I just, I don't know if we're that close. And um, yeah, I, I just think she's always been a better friend to me than I've been to her. And she asked me in a kind of an odd way, she asked me over text and it's a destination wedding. So I just, I feel my boyfriend says if it's not a hell yeah, it's a no. <laughs> well, your boyfriend's uh, right. I don't understand. So just so I'm clear, uh, this uh, is the thing with weddings. They get overly complicated mm-hmm. and become uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But if you're not that close to this person, and clearly you're not that interested in being there as a bridesmaid, then decline. or just And it's a destination. She's giving you the out. You can't make it. Oh, it's, but why it's would you? So I, bad. Can I well, wait, how do you tell somebody you can't make their wedding? Well, you it's it's easy. a destination. I can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't, can't go. Go. Gotta work. Whatever it is, can't afford it. So Rebecca, uh, she knows we can't afford it. That's the thing too. We just went to another destination wedding recently. So. Yeah, people you like. So um, yeah, Rebecca, <laughs> why would you put yourself through <laughs> pretending you want to be there if you really don't want to be there? Explain that to me. Uh, that's true. I think it's because she's always been such a good friend. At any, like, major events, she's always been there. She always gives the sweetest gifts. So there's really nothing. But these are not reasons. Wait, you guys, no, listen. This is what a beautiful person to have in your life. No, Somebody that's thoughtful. Friend. I wish I loved her more, but she just, <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm not thrilled. I think I should be thrilled, but I'm just not really thrilled. She's not your vibe. Well, then yeah. put her out of her misery yeah. and yeah. let her stop giving you nice gifts because you don't really like her. Yeah. So put sad. her out of her yeah. misery. No, I've been this in this situation before. What did you do? Did you say yes or no? I didn't go to her wedding, and then that was basically the end of our friendship. And that's all that yeah, you want, Rebecca? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad you called for advice okay. here. Um, oh, all right. Well, thank you. Your boyfriend's thank right. You guys. I, Thanks, I think that's the right move. <laughs> anyway, here's what she's doing a disservice to that other, to the bride by pretending to like her because she's been there for her and given her good gifts. Put the bride out of her misery yeah. thinking she's got a friend in Rebecca. But you start This is why weddings it. are a disaster in different ways. You start feeling it as you get older because your time becomes more precious. And so you don't want to waste it on people that you don't like, right. that you don't get along with, Tanya, that you don't vibe with. Tanya, how many yeah. bridesmaids so, are you going to have? You know, it's funny you ask. It's funny it's you ask. It's not really that funny. It's actually <laughs> appropriate. No, I know because I've thought about it and I feel like it'll probably be, <clears throat> excuse me, four. Four. Yeah, probably four. Four That's bridesmaids. Not that many. Yeah. Perfect. How many people are coming to this wedding? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's TBD. Well, let's okay. just one step at a time here, okay, guys? Right, well, we need to get engaged you know, first. <laughs> something to be, you know, it'd be really funny when I ask you about that tomorrow. Allie, thank you for calling in. So you are a frustrated caller. Very frustrated. Very Did we frustrated. do something wrong? <laughs> yeah, was it us? It probably was. Oh. Allie, do you see us on a scale of one through ten? What number would you say we are? Absolutely a ten. Nice. You see? See, ten, when you say that, I can't believe it. Right? But you should believe it. Yeah. I, that's the problem. All right. Well, Allie, you're, so it says here you are frustrated with your mother-in-law. W- why? What happened? Well, I'm a new mom, and like a new mom, I have a lot of frustrations, <laughs> but I'm returning to work, and 
I'm really thankful to live close to my mother-in-law. She's only like 10 minutes away. And so these first couple of months, she's been over a lot, which has been great. So I assumed when I went back to work, she would continue to help. She's retired. And when I broached the conversation, she said she didn't have the time to commit. She couldn't help me watch the baby during the day, which is very reasonable. She has her own life, I understand. However, when I started work, she kept coming over at random times during the week to spend an hour here, an hour there. So she has enough time to stop by unannounced and spend time with my child, but doesn't have the time to commit and watch her one day a week for a couple of hours. So this so is your really child's tough. dad's mom. Correct. Uh, yes. Sissy, I defer to you on this. Imagine that. You know, it's so tricky. I think what she's trying to say is, I don't have the time to commit to a schedule, mm-hmm. but because I'm grandma, I can come over whenever I want unannounced. And that's just how it is. And right. and I feel like that is how it is. Do you know what the problem is, <laughs> but, though? The root of everything is expectation. Your expectation for your mother-in-law to babysit and yeah. maybe release those expectations and then you'll be pleasantly surprised with how much she's around what do you have right now? Like, do you have a nanny or do a uh, daycare what how are you doing childcare right now i have a nanny i have a, a full-time nanny which has been great and we you know signed her up and started working with her because my mother-in-law said she didn't have the time so i completely understood her initial reasoning but then when she comes over you know, for a couple of hours in the afternoon and the, and the nanny has to accommodate her, that feels a little frustrating to me. Yeah, I'm with Allie. I would have a little resentment with that too myself. I don't Why know if don't I could we... release expectations. How long has this been going on now? Just for like four or five months. Oh, four or five months. Okay, okay. So now that it's been four or five months, I think it's time to maybe have another conversation with your mother-in-law. And it's simple. I think... You can say we've, you know, noticed that you come over a lot, which we love. We love that you spend time with your grand, is a granddaughter, grandson? Yes, granddaughter. Granddaughter. And so what we were thinking was, is there any way that you could commit to just one day or one consistent day? We want to keep a consistent schedule with her so that it's not so crazy for our nanny and then she can know when you're coming, whatever it may be. And then that every Thursday from two to four, she knows that grandma comes and that's her time. And would that be helpful? Like, I don't know, you know, and then, and then maybe that saves you guys a little bit of money and you don't have to pay the nanny that day or whatever it may be. And I'm, you know, maybe she'll rethink it. Or no. I think that is exactly <laughs> what I'm going to do. Well, good luck, Allie. The other side of this, which I think is maybe the most pragmatic is she's always going to drive you a little crazy and just need to deal with it, you know? <laughs> But try Sisney's guidance first. Good luck. All right. Bye. I mean, sometimes you have to realize like somebody's just going to always get under your skin. And maybe this is the, she's doing this now. She's going to do something else. But try to resolve it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just so lucky. I love my (laughs) in-laws. Well, you, anybody who loves everyone in their family is lucky. I mean, not loves, but like it's a long, right, right, right? right? Like. If you get along with everyone on both sides of a family, that is a blessing. It's blessing. Blessing, right? blessing, blessing. On air with Ryan Seacrest. What do you think the germiest part of the kitchen is? You are going to roll over when you hear this. Um, The germiest part? Well, I think like your sponge is probably the germiest. I thought so, too. No. My sponge is filled with it's micro- It's gotta be. Trash can, guys. Or- okay, but... Okay, no, trash can. It's your spice rack. Oh. Bacteria is all over your spices. Here's why. You make a, a patty, right? And you put a little whatever you use from the spice Disgusting. rack. And your hands have touched the raw meat. And you don't ever wash those those shakers. Oh, my no. gosh. Your spices are the germiest part of the kitchen. Gross. Well, go clean it. Tonight. Yeah, I will. Clean I sure up. will. Clean up the cumin, the cinnamon, clean up the tarragon. Get mm-hmm. it all cleaned up. Today's quote. Hopefully this is good for you. If you are not speaking it, you are storing it. Oh. oh. And that gets heavy. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, okay. That one. Are you okay? Blinked, <laughs> Anya. 
I really like that quote. It's very good. Kiss FM headlines with Ruby Gonzalez. Right, the Kardashian family and other wealthy LA residents sent gifts to the office of Mayor Karen Bass, but her office sent them back. Yeah, records show that Kim Kardashian attempted to send the mayor a $600 goodie bag containing Kardashian-branded hot sauce, liquor, makeup items, and clothing. The city has strict rules regarding gifts an elected official can receive to avoid misconduct, so the gifts were sent back. A man is suing the Angels after an outfielder allegedly threw a baseball into a crowd during a game last summer and blinded him in his left eye. Despite being immediately taken to UCI Medical Center for surgery, the plaintiff says his eyeball was crushed and he is now disfigured. And Latinos are the number one racial group in LA County. Newly released data from the U.S. Census Bureau breaks down the largest racial groups for places nationwide. Of the 10 million people in the county, 4.8 million are Latino. According to the data, Latinos are also the largest racial group statewide. On air with Ryan Seacrest. What is cash stuffing on TikTok? What is cash stuffing? What is that? It's technically a new name, but for an old school money budgeting method, once called cash envelope system. So uh, it's all over TikTok right now. And it's kind of funny because I think for Gen Zers, they barely use cash. For us, we grew up more using cash, especially in our teen years and into our 20s. And so what cash stuffing is, it's the process of only spending physical cash on your expenses. So you pre-divide everything that you have, whether it's your utilities, your car expenses, uh, things like that into different envelopes for the month. It's going to prevent overspending yes. and impulse buys, and it gives you a set budget. So if you give yourself $200- when the envelope is empty, it's empty, right? Yeah, give yourself $200 for food that week, uh, and then you go out to dinner with your girlfriends, you spend 60 bucks, like that's, you already spend 60 bucks for the whole week and it's Monday, you know, or whatever. So it's an interesting concept. I, I don't know if I could do this, but I do spend mindlessly with my credit card. And I think we all do. You just yeah. swipe, swipe, swipe. Uh, anything tangible feels different. Mm-hmm. Anything tangible has an impact because there's a visual, there's a tangibility to it. And with online ordering, and now you don't even have to swipe. They just like take my chip or, or they just oh, like, yeah, they yeah, just like, yeah. they're just like, you're just wave it over the thing and you're done. No yeah. receipt, nothing. I'm yeah. like, really? That's it? I mean, we tip with the cards now. Like we don't even tip with cash anymore. It's just, it's so crazy how mindlessly we I spend. I think when you're like, I'm thinking about when I lived with Tanaz and Louie and everybody in the five roommate place, right? Mm-hmm. That would have been a good system. That would have been a good system because we were all splitting utilities. We were splitting different things. We were only going out to eat when we could certain times a week and certain amount of times a week. But you kind of, you know what you're doing and you're, I was writing checks and trying to bounce your checkbook, but I wasn't great at bouncing my checkbook. But this really, when you're out, you're out. I know. So what you would give yourself like one envelope on a Monday and you'd say, okay, so this envelope is for dinners out this well, week yeah, you know then- right i would want to treat myself at the end of the week to go out for dinner but if i ordered in too many things during the week i wouldn't be able to go to the same place probably but you even know? if you ordered in you would have to use cash you can't right, use that's your right. credit card or but your that's debit. right but i would order like I, I mean the chinese chicken salad from chin chin was something we ordered all the time i get it yeah and that would go out of the that would ding 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 mm-hmm. got it got it to go out what would be for the end of the week. It's not a, I actually see why the concept works. Yeah, and all these, you know, especially Gen Zs are posting this on TikTok and showing how much they're saving every single month while like this person's been doing it for like three years and she's like, look how much money I've saved by doing this. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Mariana from the back room. Now, I, I don't know if I should be alarmed or not, but I saw. Now, you are a generation what? Um, I think I'm in the middle of Gen Z and millennial. Like, okay. Yeah. So you've quit all your social media. So I need to check on your health. Are you all right? Yeah. Oh my God. Trust me. TikTok was the hard one. How long why has did it you been? Quit? Why, 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 why? I was spending way too much time. It's like been almost, it's been two weeks. It's going to be three weeks. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm thinking of, you know, a, the age range you're in. Mm-hmm. That seems like a drastic step. However, I'm all here for it. Like, I think it's fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I actually love that for me. I feel like even though I do miss social media, um, I don't know. I It just feels good to not wake up and the first thing to look at my phone, you know, like 
to see what's going on and you know it just feels good so usually when uh people that we play on the radio do that they've got a new album coming out do you have an album coming out <laughs> i right. don't have an album is there, are you ever released like taylor swift deletes all of her yeah is there an iHeartRadio radio lounge <laughs> i don't have an album coming out unfortunately but maybe a new relationship hmm Okay, can I, let me go back. So you, Mariana, mm -hmm. is it is it right to say that there's this guy that you had a crush on back in high school that wanted to take you out and you were reluctant to do so, to go out with him? Yeah, I was, I didn't really want to go out with him because he had a crush on my friends in high school. And um, then he reached out to me and he was like, oh, you know, I want to hang out with you. I want to take you out on a date because you glowed up or whatever. And I was like, mm, should uh. I go? I don't know. It's kind of weird, you know? Well, I remember, I don't remember actually my advice, but I'm guessing it was go out with him. It was. Okay. It was. Go out with him. So did you? I did. And is I, that why you're on, there's no social media presence for you? No, I didn't do it oh. because of that. Yeah, that was before before he decided to um, take me out on a date. So, so how'd um, that go? The date went good, actually. Where'd you go? I know. We went out to eat. We had Korean food, which I love food. So, you know, for me, it was like, okay. And he knows that I like food. So we went out to eat. And then after that, we got boba and we walked around the area. Um, we were just talking. And then after that, um, we, oh, we saw the menu. We went back to his place and we saw the menu, but we got churros too. It's a long day. So, so, yeah. Like, what time did you start? I mean, I like a long day, but that's the extended version. Yeah. 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 The last guy that was limiting her on the amount of wings that she ordered. So like, this guy's like, what else do you want, honey? Korean I could date this guy. Churros. I got the menu, you. It's like my favorite movie so far on HBO Max. Yeah. I was like, okay, I love this. Because we did so many things in one day and it didn't feel like it just that's, didn't. Yeah. Guys, see, that's how I like to date, right? Yeah. yeah. I like to start at 10 and make it a lunch, an afternoon, a dinner, and a movie. But what if it's horrible and then you're stuck? Well, you don't have to be yeah. stuck. You well, end it. Yeah, but if it keeps going, you know it's going well. So oh. what's the status? Are you going out again? I think so, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. this is cute. For, like four or five days at a time? How, how long are you about this time? You need a week off? Yeah, they're going yeah to I need a week off. Date number two, she needs a week off. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah, I think we are going to go again. Um, I just don't know when. Um, That's yeah, exciting. He has to tell me. He has How to tell exciting me. is it that she was like reluctant a few weeks ago, and now she's on this three-meal date with a, a, the menu movie <laughs> and wanting to go out again? I don't want to ask what happened, but Sisney does. What happened? Well, Sisney. what do you mean? Like afterwards? Did you yeah. guys kiss? We didn't kiss. You didn't? No. So I've already been to his house like a lot of times because, mind you, I was friends with him. Like I've been friends right, with him so for a long time. So this is not a big step. Yeah, yeah exactly. So okay. I've been to his house. So yeah, we didn't kiss. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes. Yes. Are we friend zoned right now? No. I don't know. No, I don't not with so. that many different things in a day. No way. Are you way. sure? Yeah, because he asked her out on a date. It's like, it wasn't. Yeah, no. Hey. Was it, do this we think, he, do we he, know for sure this was a date? Yeah. I do in my yeah. gut. Okay. He said she glowed up, wants to take her out. Yeah. He's, also, he's definitely... I don't know if I messed up because when I was leaving, I told him, all right, bye, friend. <gasps> well, I that didn't was mean the to. worst thing you could say. I to know, the guy. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I mean, that's like saying, oh, you have bad breath. I'm not going to kiss you. Uh, I mean, it's the same thing. I didn't mean to say what is that. Wrong? Like, Mary, how <laughs> why did that even come out? She, she panicked. She panicked. I did. No. And I think that he actually wanted to kiss me, but I kind of just got shy well, and I looked away. When you say, hey, buddy, hey, pal, yeah. thanks for the day. Appreciate the three meals and that great psycho thriller. Menu, movie. Um, all right, well, here's the thing. We've all put our foot in our mouth and said the dumb thing at yeah. the end. Or we've totally. All, we've all been in that moment where you say and you cringe, right? Yeah. yeah. So, is he asked you out again? We've been talking, but he hasn't yet. He's, uh, we've talked about, like, Why don't you say, let's future. go do something? I know, I have. The future? The, like, the future? Not, like, the future, no, future the future. We've no, talked about words do, like that. You know what you can do on the next one that can, like, really help bring it back? Yeah. You can look at his lips, you know, like, look at them and be like, what <laughs> chapstick do you use? <laughs> the back room is just, they've all fallen out of the stairs. Make a point to look at his lips and, like, comment on them somehow. See, look at how she's not blinking and looking at her lips. That would make me definitely put him in the friend zone. I'd put you in the friend zone in a second. Mm -hmm. No. Um, all right, well, keep us posted. I like that there's some goodness here, and you should definitely, like, make it easy for him to take you out again. Yeah. Yeah, I should. All right. Okay, I'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, to be continued. Sissy, look at his lips and don't blink. I didn't say that. I know. I'm just... I'm, I'm talking oh. to you about Tanya. <laughs> I, I think I'd be freaked out. No, what kind of chapstick is that? Your lips look great. No blink, no blink, no blink, no blink. Aye, aye, aye. That's I, good. I love 
hearing about all the dating trials and tribulations of the back room. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Is this your boyfriend? My boyfriend. Her boyfriend Robbie's on the line, sister. Oh, are you going to grill him? Uh, grill, please. Don't grill anybody. You Robbie. don't grill anybody? Please. I do not. I'm getting grilled? You grill no, everybody. No, no. no, there's no grilling at all, Robbie. How are you? I miss you. I've not seen you in 23. I know. It's been too long. First of all, thank you so much for the beautiful wine for the holidays. That was really nice. You can't wait to uh, to crack that open. Oh, have you not had it yet? No, we're saving it for no, a special. No, we're saving it. Yeah. Oh, great. It's uh, yeah. it's biodynamic Cabernet. You're going to love it. Well, no, we had it. We had it at, at uh, our dinner. Uh, oh, you, and we right. loved it. And so <laughs> yeah. we're excited. That's yeah, right. so we're excited to have it again. I served it to you at the house. That's mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Listen, so Robbie, I know your age. I, I should say I know how much wisdom you carry, and <laughs> I feel Probably. like you know when when you're when you're a, a man with your wisdom, um, who's been on the planet and seen so much, you're kind of set in certain ways with certain ceremonies. And Tanya told me that the two of you have decided to quit coffee. Um, and the yeah. reason the reason I bring it up is because Sissy and I are bothered by it because she's a little edgier. <laughs> yeah, um, we have to, you know, we have to deal with all of the side effects and her sure. withdrawals of We're her not, not having fans. coffee in the morning, and she's snapping at us, like like kind of mad at us if uh-huh. we don't agree. And so, Wait, what is she doing? She's being snappy. She's being snappy. Yeah, she's she snappy at us. And she like take, She yelled at me the other uh, day, and then she like takes everything out on us. And I think by the time she gets home to you, she's probably had time to like calm down, <laughs> get and it all then, out. Yeah, get it all out, and then she's perfect for you. But like we get this like raw, Tanya. <laughs> No, it doesn't sound like her. But I'll tell you. This no, that's the point. It doesn't sound like her, which is why we know something changed. Then she said, "Funny you asked." Robbie and I both quit coffee. No, we haven't. We haven't quit yet. It, it's uh, it's uh, currently under discussion. So here's what happens. Can I give a little background here, please. All right. So uh, we were in bed the other night, looking at childhood photos of Ryan on her phone, and first of all, this co- this ha- our morning coffee is one of our Tanya and my greatest joys in life. Okay, so like whether we make it at home, you know, we have a great coffee machine, she makes the most amazing almond milk, or whether we go to our favorite coffee shop, it's truly one of our greatest joys. So she comes to me the other day, the, a couple of days ago, and she says, uh, I, I'm leaning off of coffee. And I was shocked, I didn't understand what was going on. I said, what, you know, why? And so there's this other thing, which I think you guys know, so she, she was recently diagnosed with Hashimoto's uh, disease, and so as a result of that, we're trying to do everything anti-inflammatory, right? So like anything that we eat is supposed to be an anti-inflammatory diet, et cetera, et cetera. And so she said, she claims to me that coffee is inflammatory. Not just claiming, she like, she declares it. She she knew that she was like, coffee is inflammatory. uh, So we got to cut it out. So I was shocked because I actually had heard that coffee is anti-inflammatory. But she said it sometimes, I'm like, okay, well, it's inflammatory. I'm out. Let's go. We're getting out. Let's get into the matcha game. We, like, we like went online. We found, like, this beautiful 10-piece matcha set. It's coming today. <laughs> we bought this amazing ceremonial matcha. Like, we were going to become matcha people. Right. Uh, but then yesterday, I was like, wait, let me just, like, Google this. Let me see, let me see if this coffee thing, this anti-inflammatory thing, and this inflammatory thing is really the case. So I Googled it yesterday. And every article is about how coffee is actually anti-inflammatory. So I sent her all. <laughs> so he's I trying to get me these, back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sent her all these links, and now it's deeply under discussion. So no, no decision has been made yet. On, Great. Wait, where, on where did this misinformation come from, Donnie? That all of a sudden, yeah, guru person. Yeah, I met this guru. <laughs> she met a yogi. And well, don't trust everything they say because you're. And I'm worried for you, Robbie. You don't want to quit coffee at at this time in life. No, no, agreed. It's too late for me. That shit exactly. Lost so, that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a big deal. So, Tanya, um, if if he's right in his research, and I trust it, that it is anti-inflammatory, why wouldn't you start back up for all of us for the love of the mm-hmm. Lord? 
<laughs> yeah. We have, we're, yeah, we're, we're back on, we're discussing. We're, we're, we but might... what's to discuss? You're supposed to be anti-inflammatory. Yeah, done. done. It's but, in. but what did this girl mean, this guru yeah. girl? What did it Let's mean? Discuss right now. Yeah, what, what, at, what, what do you know about it being inflammatory? All I know is this woman looks like she's 12 <laughs> and she doesn't drink coffee, alcohol, and she goes to bed at 8.30. All right, Robbie. Well, thank you for the background. Context is always important. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. research. Good research. Well done. Yeah. Um, Any, anytime. I'll keep you guys updated. Enjoy the matcha ceremony. See you, buddy. Bye. All right, guys. Bye. 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 I wouldn't give it up. <laughs> yeah, share, he's like share, sending me all these articles about how it's anti-inflammatory. Share, share mm-hmm. some mornings with matcha and share some other mornings with yeah. coffee. Okay. It's all nice in moderation. Balanced. Moderation might be the key because mm-hmm. I drink like three cups a day. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so maybe I just cut back. I like yeah. that Robbie's on board. He accepted your misinformation and I decided know. to order a ten-piece ceremonial matcha <laughs> kit. I mean, this guy's invested. I know. Oh, so next week will be easier for us, isn't he? Your lips to God's ears. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! I have, I, I have, a, I have the bat line to Robbie. I'll make sure there's some coffee in that mug. <laughs> not been snappy. Um, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. So I was actually out with Georgia the other day, mm-hmm. and I saw other dogs, and I started thinking. I wonder, because what happens if I let Georgia off the leash, and there's another dog? Sometimes the other dog's parent throws the ball. Yeah. To both my dog that we don't know and their dog. Yes. And I always feel like, okay, I get a break from throwing the ball. But then after the ball's been thrown, I go thank the person. Right. And then I start, I walk away and I think, should I have gotten their number? Because maybe Georgia and that dog should be out here more often playing balls. Yeah. Yeah. Like they should have a relationship. Like Georgia should have friends. Georgia has sat me down before Mm -hmm. and give me the look. But this is a, so is it a dating app so that dogs can find dogs that are similar and play with them? It's essentially socializing for both pets and their owners. So, yeah. But I don't know if it's for everybody. I I personally don't know that I could do it. So, if you go on the app store and you search for this app, it's literally called Doggy. It's like Doggy, huge. But then underneath it, really small, it says Style. <laughs> so, the app is called... Doggy Style? Uh-huh. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> I mean, cute's not the word. <laughs> But it's I do see the back room. Words. I see the back room laughing at that. <laughs> it's a play on words. Love it. It's funny. <laughs> I was reading this article and it says like millennials are more likely to have a pet now and save getting married and buying a home and raising a family and having kids and all that. And like I did it. Like I had Dakota for six years before I did any of that stuff. And so like I feel like and it's just like having a dog is like the first step before you do any of that stuff. I, so I think people will like this. I think so too. And especially in some towns and some cities that don't have dog parks or maybe they don't have dog beaches and things like that. So this builds you a little community. So you go on this app and then you essentially swipe for another dog and and then you match and then you meet up. It just it's kind of weird. It's like dog dating. So cute. But, but it's human dating. No, it's for dogs. But it's for dogs. But, but, so like, but it could I know, be but like, it's humans that have to make this decision. But it could be like me and Tanya. Like I'm not interested in Tanya. It would be like, I would be interested in her dog. Oh, now for, you tell us. For, for Dakota. No, I no, like, I like this because all of Sunny's friends are like far away, so and I, I can never like get them together. A picture of Sunny, and, and then, then you I, say those. Then, th- oh, that's a match. Yeah, that'd be a match for Dakota, and I'd be like, oh, I really think they would get along, and so let's meet at a park. Which is <laughs> so, <laughs> so stupid. On, on an app called no. Doggy Style. I love it. It's so cute. I was like, what are we doing, you guys? Oh no, I mean, look. <laughs> There's a famous makeup artist that's used everything that you have in your makeup bag, and she's she's reorganized the order of application, and it's become a hot thing. Is that as close to correct as I can go? Yes, and not just yeah. like the hot thing. It is it is the thing. Like it is the thing right now. I ha- you can't I can't scroll for more than five minutes without seeing somebody talk about the Mary Phillips makeup technique trend. And this is how it takes off, right? They see it posted, and then everybody starts to do it. Yes, and also other celebrity makeup artists are t- are using her strategy now and saying how much more flawless the application is because basically, so Mary Phillips does everybody from like Haley Bieber, Kendall Jenner, she has Jennifer Lopez. She she really has this way of kind of making the makeup look less. Um, 
like you know how there's like lines you can always see sometimes people when they put bronzer on they have like lines and stuff that they don't, they don't blend well this is like the key to making it blend well so basically what she does is she uses liquid for this stuff so she puts on her liquid bronzer and the like the concealer right she puts that on first and then she takes like a big brush to put on um, the foundation and she just kind of smooths it all together normally you do that in reverse so she does it the opposite way and it just makes everything blend in more and there's not any harsh lines and it helps you just look totally snatched like Hailey Bieber and Kendall Jenner like I literally just feel like I'm more snatched than ever these days snatched yeah like my face just looks snatched <laughs> can uh, is, what that, is that that's good yes yeah, <laughs> yes you want to look snatched, snatched? yeah like some like there was a time in the time of time that snatched was not a good thing I thought oh no snatched is good now and it's you want to look snatched. Mm. All right. So if you were to put on what's that makeup trend where they you put your eye pencil to the side and make your eyes cat eye? Oh, like cat the flare. Isn't that yeah. wasn't that the trend? The flare, the eye flare. Wasn't mm -hmm. that the trend? Yeah. Is that I still mean, the trend? Is that snatched? Things but that's different. That's that's like your eye makeup versus your foundation. Oh, so you could do you could yeah, snatch both. You can do you can you can do it all. And I'm not one to hop on any makeup trends because I really just kind of do the same thing every day. I don't really change it up. But this one felt like easy enough, and it was really easy, and it makes such a difference on my so face. I just I don't want you to set me up for failure. But if I say if I like you complimented us earlier, if I were to say to somebody in my life, you look snatched, they're gonna say thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank mm. you so much. Give it a try this weekend. Uh, okay. Yeah, try it out. <laughs> All right, so Urban Dictionary, snatched, takes the place of on fleek. It's the new on fleek snatched. There She's right. Go. Um, Examples. Girl, your outfit is snatched. Mm -hmm. You're looking your makeup snatched. snatched. Mm -hmm. Your makeup snatched, honey. Yeah. Another one in a sentence. They just hating because I'm always snatched. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could say that. Like, look, doesn't my face look snatched? It's like. Let's see. Let's see if it works. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who are you calling? Your mom? No, I'm not calling my mother. We'll see if anybody picks up. Hello? Hey, you look snatched. <laughs> snatched? Yeah, you know what that means? I do know what that means. Oh. See? All right, I'll call you later. <laughs> Zach is on the phone here for a second. Zach, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Good. So you're calling about your relationship? Yeah. So my fiance, who we got engaged this past summer, yeah. um, she doesn't seem interested in planning our wedding together. And I'm just starting to get really nervous. Hmm. Um, it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up in June. And it's going to be like a low-key wedding. Like our... We picked a small venue. Um, the only thing is we have to pick all like the vendors, like the caterer, florist, and whatever. And anytime I try to sit down with her to uh, book things and plan out what we want to do, she keeps avoiding me and saying she's busy. So you're nervous that you think she thinks that this is not a good idea to get married? Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. So you think she's blowing you off because she doesn't want this to happen. That's what you think. Yeah, yeah. Does she have her dressed? Has she planned bachelorette parties? Like, is that a bridal showers? Has that happened? Um, she has her dress. Um, her bachelorette party soon. Um, the showers also soon. It's just the actual details of the weddings she keeps avoiding. Okay, well, this could be a weird coincidence. Okay, so I think that in life, there are certain things that present themselves. <laughs> where you have to have the, hey, what's going on here conversation. True. And this mm -hmm. is one of them. I mean, it's, it starts with, hey, what's really going on here? <laughs> That's what it starts yeah. with. Yeah, no, Look, I agree. you haven't been paying attention. The wedding's coming. We're in this together. We're partners for life, right? Right? So what's really going on here? Those are the words you should use. That's how you set the tone to get an honest answer. I'm telling you. What, Zach? Why do you, what are you truly feeling deep down, Zach? Do you really feel like she's having cold feet? Um, yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. I mean, um, when I proposed last summer, 
Uh-huh. Like she was excited. We've talked about getting married. We've been together for five years. So like well, this kind of like turnabout is very alarming for me. Zach, you should not waste another second on the phone with us. You need to find your fiance and have the, hey, what's really going on here conversation. But what if now. she's just not like a planner and she's. Then she's going to answer that when he asks that question. You can't dodge that question. What's really going on here? Yeah, and then she yeah, said, yeah, "Look, this stuff really stresses me out. I'm not good with this stuff. Or, you sorry, just pick." Or, and then, or she'll say, "Look, I got to tell you, I'm having cold feet, or I got to tell you, I'm nervous, or I got to tell you, I'm double, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm overthinking it." But you got to have that conversation, Zach, mm-hmm. now. Zach, he's thinking. This is a lot. Oh, Zach. I think he's gone. No, okay. Anyway, well. You know, there are those, you know, in life, what's really going on here? Yeah, I mean, it's strange. I couldn't have planned my wedding faster. Like, you ever felt like you've been played by someone? Played. Yeah. Like, in business? Yeah. In your work, in your job, in Past your relationship. relationships, yeah. Right. It's like, what's really going on here? You got to say that. It's hard to, it's hard to do, but you got to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a bad feeling about that, FYI. I don't. Great. Good. I hope you're right. Decisions, like, I don't know. Some people don't like doing that. Planning a wedding? Yeah. I mean, like, big decisions. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, I feel like you'd be there. You would react the same way. Not that you don't want to get married, but thinking about all that stuff. If I were... If I were doing that, then I would be way into the planning. You know that. I'd be so obsessed with the planning. But the planning would be very easy because it'd be just no one. <laughs> it'd be an elopement. Except for us. If you have kids in school and they've had homework assignments, please feel free to call us to help us with the answers. It's 102.7 KISS FM. So, you know, it's interesting you bring this up because I have thought about two things if I ever have kids. One, sports, teaching them how to play baseball. Like I'm not a great catcher. Like I like, I like outdoor activity, sure. and I like tennis, and I like running, and I like hiking, and I like climbing, and I like swimming. I like those things. Climbing. When's the last time you climbed? I've never really climbed, but I like it. Okay. When like rock climbing? Yeah, I see that machine in the gym. I've never sure. done it, but I could do it. Yeah. But I think you know, I'm not, I was fine at football. I wasn't great at all at basketball or baseball. But what if I had a kid that wanted to go out and play basketball all the time, I, I wouldn't be so good at it. So I worry about it. I and then I also it though, but there's instructors for that. And you no, put I want to be the... I want to be the instructor. Okay, then be the instructor. But I won't be so good. So I worry about that. And okay. I also worry about the fact that I didn't finish college. So some of the questions they're gonna come to me with as kids in high school or junior high school or elementary school, I may not remember how to do or know how to do. That is gonna be tricky is that what you're doing now no right now this is kind of fun but it's more tedious it's kind of time consuming well you're gonna have three of them coming to you for and right now old math yeah it's two out the gate algebra all that stuff so this what's happening homework assignment is 100 days smarter and it said it's our 100th day of school and it's coming up and basically they have to make a poster with a hundred things on the poster. Oh, jeez. I would like for each student to create a poster board using 100 items to share with the class. It can be any theme that you would like. And they put some examples on this sheet of uh, something looks like a fish bowl with 100 little fish on there. This other poster looks like it has, I don't know, it looks like a hot air balloon that has 100 little balloons. One's a basketball hoop. And I was going to pick your guys' brains and think... Well, let, hold on. Let me talk about this exercise for a second. I, all teachers are fantastic and they're, you know, they're amazing. But doesn't this teacher know that this is an assignment for you? <laughs> like, this is not... I mean, I'm looking at this assignment. First of all, I don't know if I'd understand the assignment myself as an adult. <laughs> well, no. It's easy to understand, but, well, like, you can't execute that as a child. No, they're that four. means you have got to go get gumballs and a poster board and some glue and put a hundred little gumballs on a poster board. That's if I choose to do that exact thing, which I don't want to do. These, no, these are just be the, copying the example. And these are the examples. So I have I to say, be, the pressure on the parent is real, right? So you have to be creative. And so you have to try to make it kind of, you know, Aza loves unicorns. So what would it be something maybe around unicorns? What do I do? Max and likes dinosaurs. And so I don't know. And I also try to make it easy, but I don't want to make it too easy. And there's just a lot of thinking involved. Well, could we also well, have just celebrated like, the 20 days of summer? <laughs> why why the 100? Or smarter, whatever it is. And then it's a step further. Once the posters are done, I have to dress them up like they're 100 years old. 
what they have to think. They have to look like uh, old people. I think when the parents have to do the homework, the kids shouldn't have the homework yet. Right. Like it could be, it would be cute if it was, if they actually had to do it and they had to draw like a hundred gumballs or a hundred leaves, but no, nobody's doing that. And it's always just going to, it looks like adults did it. I know. I think so too. Right now they have homework like every other night, which they're practicing their letters and all that. I don't help them with that. They do that on their own. That's real homework. But this is a science fair project if we're really being honest. Mm -hmm. It's competition from the kids. Is each one of the hundred things supposed to be a different thing? I think well, let's see. Like like every gumball to represent a different idea or thought? That's a good question. Like for every day that they're smarter? A hundred days is smarter? I think it just has to be a hundred items on the poster. So I don't think they have to be the same items. Can you transfer the kids? Yeah, I would. Can you you just transfer them? uh, No, you got to finish up the year. All right. So what about a dinosaur? How many teeth they have in the mouth? Not a hundred. Well, make it a hundred teeth. No, like you would do a dinosaur in the middle and then like a hundred leaves around him or something. Oh, that's a good idea. No, make a dinosaur mouth with a hundred teeth. 50 and 50. Make a big mouth. No rules on the dinosaur mouth. They don't exist. I like that idea too. And then, like, you could do a a unicorn, a unicorn in the middle, and then a hundred clouds around her. I think dinosaur teeth are easier. I do like the dinosaur teeth idea. Uh, But I'm going to use that one day, maybe. So circulate it now, so it's not a real too soon. I'll pitch that to Maxon and see if he likes. I'm with you though. Like these things are like, hey, Michael, so much for. uh, Well, if it were last Friday, right? When did this come in? I don't know when this came. That's, that's we the spend other our thing. Weekend it's like anniversary I have to check the app hundred... to see like yeah. what when these messages come in. I just happened and, to stumble upon this. I was like, oh my gosh, this is due. Sisney's got this three times, not one, but three times. You're gonna have to oh, do all this man. stuff. Oh man, it's fun. Um, it's... All right, well, it's fun. Now that we've aired it out, now that we've gotten it off our chest, it's fun. Yeah. I just want to grab Frank here as I move my concessions around. Yeah. Got my glass bottle of tea. Which is, I, I'm, thank you for asking, it's fennel tea. Oh. And it's cool fennel tea, not hot. That's had, refreshing. I had enough coffee already, yeah. so I'm shifting. Um, and also, when people ask you, hey, how many cups of coffee do you have? Do you lie? No, because it's usually zero or one okay. only every day. I think people probably say one less than they actually have every day. Because people ask me, hey, how many cups of coffee do you have? And I say two. And they say, what time do you stop drinking? And I say I tell the truth there. Usually noon. No, I stop mid morning. Eight eight thirty. I stop, and then I oh, shift to tea. Michael can have coffee at like ten p.m. at I night. I cannot, Me too. and I, I actually can't. have a little resentment for those people. Oh, because I want to have coffee at the end of the day or late in the afternoon, but then I can't sleep. Yeah, it would. There's no way if it's past eleven for me, I'm messed up. Frank, I apologize for you having to hear this kitchen chat. Um, That's okay. What, are you a coffee drinker, Frank? Uh, I'm actually not a coffee drinker. Oh. I, I just espresso martinis, but not coffee. Oh, those are oh, so fun. You're halfway fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So there's an issue with your ex girlfriend. How can we help? Yeah. So I I, uh, I need to know if the ball's in my court here. So my ex girlfriend and I broke up about a year ago. Um, just at different stages in our lives. It was amicable. Um, we have mutual friends, but we unfollowed on social media and all that. But the other day, she added me as a friend on Snapchat. This is about, like I said, about a year we haven't talked. Followed me on Instagram and added me to the close friend story, which, look, I know that sounds kind of lame, but that means something, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I mean, it seems a little odd for her not to just text me or, or, or call, but to re-add on social. Um, and I don't want to read too much into it or, or seem desperate, but I'm kind of curious. Is it is the ball in my court to reach out or say something? Or um... Yeah, this is a <laughs> this is a street sign here. Saying no or, or green light. This is definitely a blatant move to symbolize the fact that there is an open door to something. I don't know if it's friendship or yeah. patching up what happened, but you don't just re-add assuming you won't see it. You do re-add knowing you will see Especially it and then expecting you friends. to reach out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think this yeah. is a blatant and strategic move. Totally to strategic. Get you to reach out. Yeah, you're probably right. Is I, that you what know, you want? I'm a proponent. I'm a proponent of not getting back with exes because what's that definition or that, that saying? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Yeah, but is, Frank, uh, nobody, yeah, it's like nobody follows through with not getting back together with an ex a couple times. It just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, right. whoever says that's not telling the truth either. 
right? You yeah. get you end up going back a couple times. Either works out or it doesn't. <laughs> What's well, yeah. so funny? Yeah. This is reality. You do that, but yeah, it's not reality yeah. for everybody. Yeah, it's totally reality for you. For you. Okay, let's not point the for you fingers everywhere. That's okay. Frank, yeah, I think here's the thing. She wants you to see it or she wouldn't have added you as a close friend. Now I think you have complete opportunity here to reach out and say hi. If you want that. If you want that, exactly. That is the key right there. It's whatever you want. The ball's in your court, like you said, Frank. All right. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do it then. All Thank right, well, you. Good luck, Frank. Thanks. Now, have a hold on for a second. Have you guys never gotten back together with an ex? Yes, one time. Okay, Sisney, once. Tanya? Once. And in it your really was. Entire wasn't life. An ex. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yes. Why? Just done. That door shut. Move on. Yeah, because you guys have like bad things happen. Well, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, what bad things Right. You always like don't like your exes afterwards. No, no. we just move on. Like, I'm usually the one that breaks up with them, so I already know or for a fact. You don't like them. Like the, you always say that you don't want to be friends with them. Like I'm done before they knew it was over. Oh, so you just played it long, like a charade for a while. Pro- most likely, I probably I can't what, remember. What, it was so what, long ago. Then what day of the week or what reason did you decide then to just cut it off? Like if you were waiting so long, these were such early it? relationships. This is, we're talking like high school and early college days. Yeah, so. well, I live in that world. Look, I mean, but I, I, I always I always think that these early relationships are the relationships that sort of set the tone for how you're going to be later. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, I got my heart broken later, so I got it back. Well, Once that's, that is that that's is something you should put on your resume. Honestly, that is that we need you. To, no, we don't. But like, once is golden. Once was enough, and then I met Michael well, right well, after. Of course, once is enough. But most of us don't just get once. <laughs> right, totally, totally. <laughs> once was enough. That was yeah, so brutal. That yeah, like the three and four times, not so fun, is it? Oh no. my gosh, no, Awful. it's not. Is it, Tubbs? Yeah, no. How many times has that heart been shattered over there under your GI Joe sweatshirt? <laughs> Uh, once I think. Oh, See, what is with everybody here? Think, but no, it's not about bragging. I just think that I hold more of a guard up. Like I, you, you know, oh, what I mean? like that's actually interesting. So I didn't allow myself to fall that hard for any right. of the uh, previous men. Like you hold your heart in like a cage, and I put mine on a poo poo platter. You know what a poo poo platter is? Doesn't sound. No, I, in my mind, I'm imagining it like on a tray, like just going like. Yeah, this. that's fine. It's a like appetizer. Mm-hmm. But right, Sissy, so this is actually an interesting point. We might want to put a pin in this, and, and but we always put a pin in it. And your job is to bring the pins back up, but you always forget <laughs> the pins. So put a because pin in it because maybe she's got a she's got the right way to like protect our hearts a little bit. Well, then put a pin in it and bring it back up later. Okay. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So tomorrow, your morning hack has to do with, you know, we eat because we're hungry or we're stressed or bored. A test to tell if you're really hungry at 6.55. I'll tell you about that. Got a Ryan's Roses? Kiss FM. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.